on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. He'll make the grab. He's going in. Touchdown, Alabama. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this is Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Winn-Dixie, the official supermarket of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Now, live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, here is your host, the voice of the Tide, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Baumhauer's here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Welcome to another busy week of sports activity on the campus of the University of Alabama. Glad you're able to join us tonight for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Of course, also in and around all the activities. The women's basketball team winning last night. The men winning a couple of nights ago. The season wrapping up for the uh, rowing team. There's so much going on. We'll talk all about it as our evening continues. And of course, Coach Nick Saban joins us in about 25 minutes or so from right now. We'd love to hear from you, though. This show belongs to you. So if you've got a question for the coach feel free to get ready to join us at 877-202-BAMA 877-202-BAMA that is the academy sports and outdoors hotline and we would love to hear from you whatever's on your mind feel free to join in the conversation on tonight's show and of course with all the different sports in action right now the best way for you to stay up to date with the latest on the crimson tide is by tuning in to tide tv this week it's presented by renaissance bank you can just check your local listings for the airtime in your area and don't forget that tide tv this week is also available online and on demand at rolltide.com this weekend, of course, Bama and the Bulldogs of Mississippi State on the gridiron. It's a 2.30 kickoff. Our coverage here on the network will begin Saturday morning at 11.30, and we certainly hope you can make your plans to tune in. Lots to talk about regarding that game, and we'll do that when uh, uh, head coach Nick Saban and our special media guest of the night, Brad Nessler from CBS Sports. He'll be joining us in just a short while as well. Hey, Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. Coming up next, the new coach of the rowing team here at the University of Alabama, Glenn Putre, joins us right after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. It is I, thine king. Today, I speaketh on behalf of Bud Light and the most sacred of traditions, the tailgate. In my days as a collegiate liege, I hosted the very first tailgate in Yon Woods. We didn't have coolers or sports. We were basically just in the woods. But we had Bud Light, so a tailgate it was. Anyway, I invite you to continue my legacy and enjoy Bud Light courtesy of me at your tailgate. Also courtesy of me. Dilly dilly. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. 
At Window World of Alabama, their motto is the same as it was when they began in 1995. Provide superior products installed by professional craftsmen at guaranteed low prices. It's no wonder that Window World has grown to become America's largest window replacement company. They take pride not only in the quality of their products, but in the service and care they give you from the start of a job to its completion and beyond. Call Window World of Alabama for your free in-home estimate at 205-916-2189 or visit windowworldalabama.com. Window World, simply the best for less. Hey, Alabama fans, celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new lock-in, so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to regions.com slash gobama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions, member FDIC, term conditions and fees may apply. In the South, we're superstitious about our football game day routines. So if you have to have a Jack's Made from Scratch biscuit on the way to the game to help your team play better, then we want to keep that tradition going. Better yet, to assure victory, buy a dozen Jack's Biscuits starting at just $15. Mix and match until you get the combination just right. After all, football is better with Jack's. Order ahead at eataJacks.com and score big this football season. Jack's, all about the South. Hey, Tide fans, no picnic is complete without picnic mayonnaise, mustard, and salad dressing. Picnic is now proud to be the official condiment and vegetable of the Crimson Tide. Taste the smooth and creamy flavor of Picnic's southern recipes, and you can taste a southern dynasty while cheering on another. Ask for it at your local markets and convenience stores, or find it at the concession stands throughout Bryant-Denny Stadium. Remember, it's not a sandwich without Picnic. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach, on the Nick Saban Show on the air from Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Hey, how does a four-day work week sound to you? Well, you can come join the legendary team at Baumhauer's Victory Grill and score a rewarding career while having more time to enjoy watching the tide roll. Visit baumhauerscom slash careers to apply today. Baumhauer's Victory Grill, legendary fun, legendary food, of course, Coaches know nothing about uh, four-day work weeks, especially these successful ones, and that includes Glenn Putre, the rowing coach here at the University of Alabama. How would you like a four-day work week, huh? Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> I bet it would be. But with you working seven days a week, I need to congratulate you because the ladies just wrapped up the fall season in high fashion. Uh, you, you've come in and uh, really worked wonders with this rowing program. Congrats. I mean, I can't, take, I can't take a ton of credit. I think the athletes have worked really hard. Um, we're working hard on creating a culture where they want to win and they want to earn their victories, and I think they've done a nice job so far. Do a lot of folks around here know about rowing? Is that, uh, do you have to find yourself teaching the fans, the families, uh, and how about the participants, the athletes themselves? Uh, we don't have high school rowing programs here. Uh, where, do th where does this all come from? Well, I mean, it comes from the river, right? I yeah, mean, we have sure. this great river right on campus. And uh, I think educating people is, is one of the reasons, like, I love you having me on the show. It gives me an opportunity to explain things that people may not be familiar with, and it helps me, you know, educate the fans here in Tuscaloosa about the sport of rowing. 
with the coaches being joined, uh, joining us tonight, courtesy of Everwood Treatment Company. Everwood is the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood is wood treated right. So you wrapped up the fall season. You had six top ten finishes and a gold medal at the uh, at the head of the Oklahoma. That's the, uh, the name of the tournament. Uh, very impressive. Tell me about the weekend. Well, I mean, the, the most important f part for us is being competitive at this point in the year. We sure. want to be in the hunt, so to speak, so that when we get to the spring, uh, we have a sense that we can compete with the teams that we want to ultimately beat. Uh, you know, to you know, truth be told, I mean, in a lot of respects, we had success at the Hooch last year, which right. is the regatta we were at. And, and we were working hard to try and progress on good results, um, you know, and defend the results that we had had from the previous year. Sure. So now we're in this position where uh, the team is identifying that they are there. I think they want to be, you know, less second and more first. And uh, as we've said to them is, you know, you don't, you, wins aren't given, you have to earn them. And in some respects, we haven't necessarily earned our victories yet you had nine top tens though at uh, this year's head of the hooch you had a gold a silver and a uh, bronze so uh, clearly your, your lessons are getting through yeah no i mean the kids are responding don't get yeah. me wrong i mean I, I i just don't want to take credit for doing anything more than having the athletes uh work hard i mean they are hard workers and the coaching staff is doing its best every day to take their hard work and turn it into to results. I mean, that's the best we can do. Sure. Glenn Putre is with us, the rowing coach here at the University of Alabama. You and I have talked about this in the past in one of those uh, weird anomalies. Uh, Bama, a proud member of the SEC, but you compete in the Big 12 because there just isn't rowing competition in the Southeastern Conference. Where is the power in the Big 12? Uh, well, for the last four years, Texas has been the champion of the Big 12. And last year, Texas was fourth in the country in rowing. Uh -huh. So uh, they've had a lot of success. Uh, I guess four or five years ago, they hired a national championship winning coach from the University of California. And he's done really impressive things for that program. A silly question, but uh, I'm sure that'll be an answer from you. But for those of us who don't follow the sport, is there much modification that can be done to the boats? Or are they standard issue or can you deal with aerodynamics and do this and do that and uh, try and get them to go through the water a bit more smoothly and quickly well because we're going through water it's more hydrodynamics right than exactly. aerodynamics. yeah but uh in terms of adjusting the boats we can make a lot of adjustments we can adjust the Such length as. the length of the oars uh we can change the uh what we call it the spread but we can change how much load the athletes are putting into the boat the boats have a minimum weight they're all 200 and 12 pounds, right. so you, you don't want something heavier than the competition, Sure. but we can make all sorts of adjustments. They move their feet around, They're, it's really about getting the most um, leverage. You and know. are the oars the same for each competitor? If you go to a certain length, can, can one lady have this length of an oar, the next one something different, or must they all be the same? Well, I mean, now you're really getting in the weeds here, Eli. I mean, we're talking about arcs and angles and all this other stuff, but uh, no, you don't need the same length oar for every person. You can uh, have a different length oar depending on the height of the athlete. Um, in our sport, it's length and power, and if you're not tall and you can handle a longer oar, right. it's going to give you a bigger arc. So, yeah, we work on trying to maximize everything we have. 
Very interesting. We've got lots more to talk about, but I want to shift from the ore power to a little bit more of a powerful boat and talk about the Crimson Tide Cruise that is coming up. The Crimson Tide Cruise is going to be setting sail from Mobile to Cozumel, Mexico in February. And folks, if you'd like to, you can cruise with Alabama football legends and, of course, make new friends and memories. You can book your cabin now before they sell out. You can go online to crimsontidecruise.com or call toll-free 888-909-BAMA. That's 888-909-BAMA. Roll Tide and cruise with the tide in February. More with Glenn Petre coming up right after these messages here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. I wasn't prepared to be a caregiver to mom. I had no idea how hard it would be and what I would need to know. Things I never thought of, like how to improve her mood and ways for me to stay positive. Luckily, I found the Caregiving Resource Center from AARP. It had articles about the basics, but also information about the hurdles I was facing. Caregiving Resource Center at aarp.org caregiving. Articles, tips, and tools to help you both care for your loved one and care for yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. What are we going to do first when we get there, Mom? Go for a hike? Sure. What about canoeing? Can we go canoeing, too? I don't see why. How long does it take to get to the forest? It's not that far, sweetie. <sighs> are we there yet? Yep, we're here. Already? It's a short drive from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach and the Nick Saban Show on the air from Baumhauer's Victory Grill here in Tuscaloosa. Hey, the performance of the week for this week, presented as always by Cooper Tire. Visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. And this is probably no surprise to anybody, but tonight's honoree is Alabama defensive lineman Quinnen Williams, who was named the Walter Camp National Defensive Player of the Week and the SEC's Defensive Player of the Week for his great performance against LSU this past Saturday night. Q recorded career highs in tackles with 10 of those. With sacks, he had two and a half of those. He equaled his career best in tackles for loss in a single game with three and a half. And, of course, Quinnen led an Alabama defense 
That limited LSU to just 196 total yards of offense and 12 yards in rushing. And, of course, kept the uh, Tigers off the scoreboard for the first time all season. So congratulations to Quinnen Williams, our Cooper Tire Performer of the Week. Visit coopertire.com to find your local Cooper Tire dealer. Cooper Tires, an American company since 1914. We're visiting with uh, Glenn Putre, the rowing coach here at the University of Alabama. The uh, season starts, well, just wrapped up, the fall season. Now March is when you open up and you uh, have uh, Eastern Michigan here at home. Between now and March, obviously, the weather is cold. Uh, there's not that much rowing, or is there? What do you, you and the ladies do in this uh, break between the fall and the spring season? Well, that's one of the beauties of being here in Tuscaloosa. We can row year-round. Yeah. I mean, the river doesn't freeze. Uh, there's going to be a lot of work between now and four months from now. The, uh, the important thing for us right now is identifying where we are and reminding ourselves where we want to be and, and keeping that focus for the next four months. It seems like a long time. You mentioned Texas as the team that is uh, best in the Big 12. And again, I mentioned that uh, in rowing, Alabama is a member of the Big 12, not a member of the SEC. Where are you relative to the Longhorns? What needs to be done to get to that level? You always hear folks talk about Alabama football. Well, that's where we want to be, uh, using uh, the Longhorns as a uh, representative in your sport. Where do you, what do you, you need to do to be where they are? Uh, I mean, aside from working really hard, sure, uh, <laughs> sure. The, uh, the main thing we need to do right now is, is become better at doing the small things well. Um, and learning how to move our boat consistently and bringing consistency on a daily basis. And that's, that's hard to do. Is that athlete-driven, uh, basically? It, it's coach-reminded athlete-driven, you know? We, <laughs> we, you. we have to remind them. We have to keep them. We have to remind them of what they say they want to do, and then they have to do the work to get it done. We know that down in California, where you have a background, uh, rowing is uh, almost part and parcel of people's everyday lives. Uh, how about here, recruiting for your team? Uh, where do you recruit from since high schools in the state of Alabama don't have uh, crews? All over the country. I mean, we, we, we still want to have more athletes from the state of Alabama on our team. Uh, Walk-ons are a big part of Can our program. Can you just take a good athlete with no rowing experience and make her part of a team? Uh, we can teach them how to row. Right. Uh, if they have a willingness to learn and they want to be a part of the Crimson Tide, we can definitely give them that opportunity. You don't make anybody want to be successful. I mean, sure. a lot of that's innate. Yeah, it is. Well, listen, we're thrilled that you've done so well. Again, six top tens in the uh, head of the Oklahoma. You had a gold medal, nine top tens at the head of the Hooch with a gold, silver, and bronze. Uh, you've done wonders in the short time you have been here. So we, we congratulate you on that and uh, enjoy this short off season and uh, all the best when things crank up again in March. Thanks, Glenn. I appreciate Good it. Good to see you, Glenn. Glenn Putre, he is the rowing coach here at the University of Alabama, a wonderful guy who's come in and has really done wonders. And if you've not had a chance to check out the ladies on uh, the river, do so when the season resumes. In March, they will be at home hosting Eastern Michigan to get the season going, and it really is something wonderful to watch. We're coming right back with more in a moment on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Make University Mall part of your football game day game plan. 
Avoid all the traffic close to campus and take the Tuscaloosa Charter Tide Ride from University Mall to Bryant Denny and back for just $10. And while you're at University Mall, enjoy great shopping, dining, great selection of Bama fan gear, and the special Crimson Weekend Savings. We're West Alabama's in place to shop for over 30 years. University Mall, come see us. Everwood Treatment, an Alabama-based family-owned company, has been supplying quality pressure-treated lumber for over 30 years. As the official pressure-treated lumber of Alabama Athletics, we know the real work is done before game day. Everwood Treatment's process produces wood treated right. Our service-oriented team is dedicated to your shopping experience. If you need it, we'll get it. For a dealer near you, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, the official treated lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide, your treated wood source traffic it can be more stressful than that last second hail mary pass but nissan changed the game nissan rogue has available nissan intelligent mobility like pro pilot assist that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered nissan rogue it's a game changer get to nissan proud partner of the alabama crimson tide ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. Winn-Dixie is giving away two lower-level 2019 season tickets to you and a friend. That's right, two season tickets. Also, the lucky winner will receive a $250 Winn-Dixie gift card, too. Could you be the lucky person of this ultimate Alabama football prize? To be in it to win it, simply spend $100 at your local Winn-Dixie and register your purchase. What are you waiting for? Enter today only at Winn-Dixie. Visit winndixie.com slash alabama tickets for more details. Hi, come on. Security, do you need assistance? Uh, yeah, hi. I'm trying to get up to the executive floors. You need special access. <sighs> okay, so how do I get access? Get a business degree from Alabama. Earn a business degree online from the University of Alabama's renowned Culverhouse College of Commerce. Courses are taught by the same professors who teach on campus, and tuition is affordable. Visit bamabydistance.ua.edu. That's bamabydistance.ua.edu. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue on Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Brad Nessler of CBS Sports joins us in just a few moments. Quick reminder that the best way to keep up with everything Alabama is with the new Alabama Game Day Live app that is presented by Bancorp South. It's available at the App Store and Google Play, and you can download it for free right now. So check it out, the Alabama Game Day Live app presented by Bancorp South, again available on the App Store and Google Play. Normally at this time, I would sing for you, but I don't want to lose all of our listeners. But uh, since we won't sing happy birthday to our engineer producer, Tom Stipe, who is uh, celebrating a birthday today, maybe a nice polite round of applause will uh, suffice instead of me... Uh, Instead of me singing, happy birthday, Tom. Good Thank to, you for not singing. You're very welcome. When we come back, Brad Nessler joins us, and he won't sing either. The anchorman for CBS Sports and the SEC on CBS. He joins us right after these messages here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Your four tires are all that connect your car to the road. 
Thankfully, Cooper Tires has more than a century of experience in manufacturing comfortable, capable tires. Each Cooper Tire is made to last for thousands of miles and to help you safely get to where you need to go and back again. Our dedication to quality means we understand precisely why your tires matter, which is why you can count on Cooper, an American company since 1914. For information or to find a Cooper Tires dealer near you, visit coopertire.com. See every first down, touchdown, and field goal. Don't miss a single play this season by visiting your trusted community doctors at Schaefer Eye Center. With multiple locations in central Alabama, Schaefer Eye Center is here to serve you. Schaefer Eye Center welcomes all insurance, and their knowledgeable staff can help maximize your insurance plan benefits. Eye care and eyewear are better together at Schaefer Eye Care, doctors of optometry. Schedule your appointments today at SchaeferEyeCenter.com. That's SchaeferEyeCenter.com. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks. Because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. How do you become America's best-selling brand? You build capable, fun, and smart SUVs. SUVs like the all-new Ford EcoSport and the 2018 Expedition, named Best Large SUV for Families by U.S. News. And now is a great time to check out the full lineup of Ford SUVs. Find great deals and offers at your local Ford store or online at buyfordnow.com. America's best-selling based on 2017 calendar year sales. View U.S. News Best Cars at cars.usnews.com. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha. And when you talk about some of the best folks in the business, we need not look any farther than the man who has just sat down to my right. Uh, two years now as the anchor for the SEC on CBS. 24 years we enjoyed him on ESPN and ABC. He was on the NFL Network for many years. He covered the Olympic Games, speed skating, for CBS, uh, the pride of the state of Minnesota, Mr. Brad <laughs> Nestler. Good to see you, sir. How What's are you? What's up, my friend? It's good to see you. Good I haven't seen you in like two weeks. No, one week. Oh, was it one week? Yeah, last oh, Saturday night. Oh, it was last night. week. That's Saturday right. night in uh, Baton Rouge. <laughs> that was quite the ball game, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. For the first 10 minutes, it was great. Well, After that. But I thought it was wonderful for the entire I know you did. So does everybody here. No, it was, uh, it was a great scene, though, and uh, it, it lasted Really, until it was nine to nothing, and then the uh, touchdown before halftime, kind of took the air out of the stadium. But man, you know, it's an unbelievable scene, and, oh, yeah. and uh, we thought it was going to be better than that. But for Tide fans, it was good. It was. How much do you sit around during the week and talk to Gary Danielson on the phone? Uh, do you guys compare a lot of notes, or do you prepare your way, he prepares his way, and you all get together on the booth? You know, uh, we were on the bus today, the CBS bus today. Come, I was just telling you off the air, um, coming from Atlanta, uh, Gary flew in, Jamie flew in, Steve McKee flew in, our, our producer was filling in for Craig Silver. So uh, the bus was waiting for us down at the airport. So we got on the bus, and it was amazing. Uh, we were going to talk about some of the things we might talk about in the open. And... Gary said something about what his thoughts were, and Steve McKee started laughing. He said, Ness called me yesterday and said, can we do a comparison of these two guys? It happened to be the nose tackles. So right. I'm, I'm giving you a little 
inside there, but gotcha. that's, you, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's amazing how we think alike sometimes, and it gets us in trouble actually sometimes because Gary and I have been together for like 10 years, and like you and I have talked about and, and kidding around that, you know, we got divorced and then we got remarried because sure. we were together about <laughs> seven and a half or eight years at ESPN and ABC, and now this is two full years uh, together again. And we know each other so well that uh, you get to the point where you can answer each other's, uh, finish each other's sentences. Sure. And it can get you in trouble on the air, as you know. <laughs> I hear yeah. you. We're going to stick around with uh, Brad. He'll be with us for the entire hour. Coach Saban joins us in a moment. But right now we have to pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. The coach joins us right around the corner here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Alabama fans. Celebrate the Crimson Tide's national title with the new University of Alabama National Champions Visa check card and checks from Regions. Your Regions check card account includes new lock-in, so you can easily lock and unlock your card for online, in-store, or ATM transactions. Regions is a proud sponsor of the Alabama Crimson Tide and is the official bank of the SEC. Go to regions.com slash gobama or visit a branch to order yours today. Regions. Member FDIC. Term conditions and fees may apply. Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith. College football is here, which means it's tailgating season. Meat sizzling on the grill, a cold drink in your hand, and great music on the speakers. You've got to love it. Get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats, everything you need is at your local store or academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, for all for less. Man, now I'm really craving a burger. They say that car crashes happen in slow motion. The reality is that crashes happen fast. There's no time to think and no time to check if your child is in the right car seat. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your kids in the right seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Get more info at safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Okay, man. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. After the pressures of last Saturday night's win on the Bayou, the number one team in America returns home for their next three games. The first of which is Saturday against Mississippi State. Bama's Highway 82 neighbors have been nationally ranked for much of the year and are an always dangerous lot, led by standout quarterback Nick Fitzgerald. Bama and the Bulldogs take center stage on tonight's November 8th edition of the Nick Saban Show. Here we go! 
Live from the brand new Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa. This is the Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Now, with head coach Nick Saban, here is your host, Eli Gold. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The Tide at the Bulldog Saturday at 2.30 Central Time. Our broadcast at 11.30. I'm Eli Gold. Thanks so much for joining us. The coach will be here in just a moment. We are joined right now, though, by our special media guest. He, of course, is the play-by-play uh, -play man for the SEC on CBS. Brad Nestler, good to see you, sir. How are you? Eli, as always, my friend, you Hall of Fame son of a gun. And I was just trying to try, just trying your ring on, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You got a whole bunch of those babies. The university you? has been so kind. They, even <laughs> dating back to 92 when Gene Stallings was the coach, uh, they have always been kind enough to include the broadcast crew. When it they, takes up your whole uh, hand. At, yeah, and it, well, you know, the, the old ring, the 92 ring from Stallings, yeah. could almost fit through this one. And really? It, and it was bling in its day. It really was. <laughs> You have done so many uh, great events in your uh, in your career. A lot of National Football League versus uh, and college. Uh, the differences are are so marked between uh, one and the other. Right. I won't ask you if you enjoy one more than the other, but what, from a broadcast standpoint, are the biggest differences in how you approach uh, the NFL versus college? You already know the answer to that question because you've right. been there. But um, NFL is a lot easier to do than college is. Yes. Um, you know the stars, you know the uh, 11 guys in offense and defense for the most part that are going to play, and you know the nickel defense and the dime and whatever and the fourth and fifth wide receivers because they're household names. Uh, it, they become household names if you're a team as good as Alabama. Eventually you kind of look at it and you go, uh, that's Ruggs and that's, that's Waddle and that's Judy and that's sure. you know, Irv Smith and whatever, but it's not that easy uh, when you're kind of scattered all over the country and you're doing a lot of different uh, uh different conferences and different teams and basically you just have to worry about 53 guys on one side and 53 guys on the other side in the NFL and it, you know as you know sure. it's way more than that so um, the approach to I guess preparing for an NFL game is so much easier it's unbelievable I remember doing one of the NFL games years ago and you know you didn't have to see Edger and James number it was a Colts game <laughs> you know you saw a guy in the backfield with hair coming out the back of his right. helmet you knew it was Edger and James exactly. you didn't have to see a number and the other thing we'd have to worry about double numbers that's my right friend. exactly if I was a commissioner of college football <laughs> here comes coach I would change it so you can't have double numbers. Ah, that's a great point right there. You have indeed Coach Nick Saban joining us now here at a uh, full house as per usual at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. And uh, the coach getting himself settled in. Again, uh, an outstanding uh, panel up here this evening. Brad Nessler is with us. Coach, good to see you, sir. How are you? Great. Good to be here. This man next to you is one of the best in the business. I'm, I say that unabashedly. Absolutely, man. He's always been one of my favorites. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, I always, you know, kind of cheer for, uh, uh, you know, Nick, uh, the, the people that I've known for the longest amount of time because I feel sorry when they lose. And, you know, so I kind of cheer for Coach when he wins because it's so seldom. Yeah, it's so are. seldom that they win a game. So I'm like, this is, that's, that's good, Coach. Good job. Yeah, but you don't understand the consequences if, if we don't win. Uh, that's true. <laughs> See, I've never lost a game in 35 years, so I'm, I'm, doing good. I'm doing good. You've done a great job. Why don't you jump in with the first question for the coach, Brad? I will. Um, this is kind of weird, but when we're doing a game, we're concerned about 
what else is going on in the, in the country. You're not because you're focused in on the game itself. When you get done with the game, you got so many guys that are from your coaching tree, for instance, or maybe just in general. Do you get done and you get through the locker room, you kind of, you know, come down from the game a little bit, you see Miss Terry, whatever, and you go, who else won today? Especially the guys maybe that used to coach with you and, and look at scores and go, did those guys win, that kind of thing? Yeah, I, I, that, that does happen. Um, I'm always interested in, you know, how other teams do in the conference, but especially the guys that came off of your staff, you know, their families and all that type right. of thing. But, you know, it's pretty hectic for me after the game. You know, I go, we sing the fight song. I talk to the team. I go around and shake hands with every player on the team. Um, I go to a press conference. We probably have a couple hundred recruits. I shake hands with every one of them. <laughs> and I go do a radio show, and I go do a TV show. So by, that, it's, it's by, that, time, <laughs> by that time, I'm ready for, you know, something that happened in the outside world right. to uh, come to fruition. But I, I, I just interested in college football in general, so it's always nice to know, you know, who's doing well. And But I'm really always especially interested in, you know, the guys that coach on our staff and right. how they're doing. Yeah. And hope they do well. Exactly. You know, you talk about uh, guys who are coaching on your staff. I'm kind of going out of order here, but we got a great question. I didn't from, know there was uh, an order, Eli. Well, there isn't, but I kind of oh, okay. saved these Nick Saban Show blog <laughs> questions for a little bit later on. Um, this gentleman wrote in, Coach, it's from Shelby in Alpharetta, Georgia. Says, Coach, what improvements do you see from Quinn and Williams this season that have made him so effective? And when you talked about coaches who have been with you in the past, he talks about a current coach. Can you talk to us about the overall defensive line performance this fall under Coach Cool and what he has meant to the team? Right. Well, I think, first of all, Quentin Williams is uh, a guy that we recruited that we thought was really, really athletic. He was not very heavily recruited uh, from Birmingham. And it was, a, it was because we saw the athleticism, but he was a little undersized. Mm -hmm. You know, he probably weighed 260 pounds in high school, and it's not a real big guy to start with. But we felt like that with the new age of football, he would be the right kind of guy that would be more athletic, that could pass rush. We thought he would be a defensive end. He's actually playing really well for us inside now because he's gotten to be about 285. He's a lot stronger. He's still very athletic. He's got great initial quickness. And he has more power than, you know, most people give him credit for because you just assume that he wouldn't have that because of his size. But he's really, really good that way. So uh, he has been our most consistent performer up front. And I think to take, answer the second question, Coach Kuligowski has done a really good job with our players this year. Uh, it's taken a little bit of, it takes all the guys a little bit of time to transition into exactly how we want things done, the techniques that we play, because a lot of people don't teach guys how to play two-gap. And we teach guys how to play two-gap, and then we teach them how to play one-gap, just like two-gap, except you're playing half a man instead of the whole man. So, and some guys haven't been exposed to that. But once they get the hang of it and they teach the guys the techniques, then, you know, and he's done a really good job. He's a good pass rush coach. Uh, the players have good relationship with him, which I think is always the key to the drill when you have new coaches. What is their relationship with their players? How do their players respond to them? You know, I use a, a term with our coaches all the time, which they hate. They absolutely hate to hear. <laughs> I say, if, if and I'm, I'm going to use a West Virginia term here, <laughs> if you ain't coaching it, you're letting it happen. <laughs> I, well, they, they, they hate to hear that, man. They hate it because it's like, I'm it's putting never it on, changing then. I'm if you putting it on them, it. you know, that their players aren't doing exactly what they're supposed to do. So, Quinnen, though, last week, 
Seriously, I don't remember um, anybody having the kind of impact he had against LSU. He had, I don't know, 10 or 11 tackles. Yeah. Every time I was calling 92, every time, two and a half sacks, two whatever it was. Two and a half sacks, right, uh, three and a half sa tackles for loss. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were talking during the game, and I guess the, the Jonah came out or something, one of the linemen came out and said, I'm glad those guys can't block him because we can't either, and it's like blocking a 300-pound bar of soap. The guy was everywhere. I mean, right. and you've had great nose tackles. Anybody as good as him? I, I know you don't compare guys and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, he's a lot different than the other guys. Okay. You know, the other guys that we've had to play that position have been big power guys right. that don't have a lot of range. You know, this guy has got a lot of range, and he's very slippery, and he's very good at getting off blocks, and he's really, really instinctive. I, I think that people always underestimate athletic intuition. You know, I say this all the time, and, it, and it's at every position. You know, it's defensive backs that can't judge the ball. You know, it's linebackers who can't read the play and react to it quickly. It's defensive linemen that don't know when to, I'm in my gap, now it's time to get off and make the tackle. Right. Some of them wait too long. Some of them do it too quick. The back jump cuts them the other way. So instinct's very important. I mean, it's just like I always use the analogy of baseball players. You know, you can teach a guy how to swing a bat. You can teach him what strike zone is. You can't tell him whether it's a good pitch to hit or not. From <laughs> the time it leaves the pitcher's hand and gets to the home plate, he's got to make right. that decision on his own. And yeah. the good ones can do it because they have an instinct and be able to see and, and, and make a decision quickly as to what they should do. And I think that's what athletic intuition does. And Quentin is very, very instinctive that way. He is. You know what else impressed me last week? And again, I've never played center, but I watched uh, when it got so loud. You went from clapping hands from Tua's part to raising the leg to, to get the snap. And, you know, we, we heard in, in one of our post-game interviews how uh, – uh, Ross was talking about how he had to look back and kind of change his angle just a bit uh, to see the leg move. And I said, that can't be easy for a guy who's used to doing it one way and then all of a sudden the silent count, uh, and he did a heck of a job. Well, and, you know, that, that's one of the things that um, on the first drive of the game, yeah. uh, which, you know, we really shot ourselves in the foot. We get the ball first and 10 at the 14-yard line. All right, we, we, it's really noisy. It's on the student section end. Um, we have a negative play because the running back doesn't get the signal. You know, he doesn't sure. get the, and, and two is telling him what the play is and he can't hear. Uh, so he doesn't go block the right guy. We get a six-yard loss. All right, then because it's noisy, we say we're going to go on the once, which is the leg lift instead of the clap, which the center has to look between his legs so he can't see, <laughs> he can't see the guys on the other side and he can't see if they move and he's making all the line calls, so this makes it even more difficult. Yeah. So we get two offsides penalties, two illegal procedure penalties, right. one of them which Tua gets hurt on, so we've got to put the other quarterback in there. And he's supposed to be going on the once and he claps, so that messes everybody up. So we, we go all the way back to the 35-yard line through nothing the LSU did, right. and we just kept messing up, not being able to manage the game correctly. And, uh, well, you've talked about crowd noise since forever ever again. Yeah, but, you know, the one thing about our guys is most teams would get frazzled, you know, in, in that situation. Our guys, they just keep playing the next play, play the next play. We don't worry about that. We aren't going to let us bother, and we just keep kind of grinding on. So you got false start, Tua gets hit below the belt, has to go out, and then another penalty, so he couldn't come back in legally because a play hadn't really happened because there right. was a penalty. Right. 
So the other so he went like, of course, he got hurt on a play that didn't ever happen. Well, that's either. what I'm saying. Yeah. A play that didn't happen, he got hurt on, and then he couldn't come back in because the play yeah, hadn't it, happened it, it either. Was, I asked the official on the sideline <laughs> after the penalty. I said, can he go back in? Now, he never gave me an answer, but then when we tried to put him in, so I figured I might as well try. I knew, he, I knew he had to set out for a play. Hey, you might as well try. Coach, we've got a visitor to your right joining us here at Baumhauer's. Good evening. Hi. Hi, Coach Saban. Um, I... You talk about recruiting. It's a never-ending job, even during the season. And I read an article in the Players' Tribune about Jonathan Allen when he talked about his recruited, when you recruited him, and you said, or he said, he, you went to his house, you wouldn't eat his mother's cooking, you said you'd already had dinner, and you basically didn't give him a big, you're great and wonderful, you're going to start, you're, I, I promised him everything and give him this big show. But what he loved about it was the fact that you gave him an opportunity to come and compete and work for a position. And my, I'm just curious, how many players that you recruit do you think are like Jonathan, that that's what they want to hear versus you're great and wonderful and, you know, we're going to promise you the moon if you'll just come to Alabama? Well, I, I think all the players that are here, because <laughs> they all got kind of told the same thing, uh, and we've probably lost, you know, quite a few players uh, because we won't promise them that they're going to start as freshmen, which a lot of people do. A lot of people say that if they come here, they won't play as freshmen. A lot of people say if they come here, they'll get redshirted as freshmen. But yet we play more freshmen than anybody in the country. Like we had 20 new recruits. I think 13 or 14 of them are playing this year. And only six or seven guys are getting redshirted. So, but I think what we focus on is we try to get guys to understand how important development is and that it's not personal development, academic development, development of career, graduating from school, as well as developing as a player. And, you know, one of the analogies that I use with them is I said, you know, we have 54 players playing in the league right now, and we probably had twice that many drafted in the last 10 years. And I said that means I've talked to all these general managers times 32 so that's like 300 conversations or more. And not one of them ever asked me how much a guy plays a freshman. So they're interested in what you're playing like three years from now. So can you focus on what it takes for you to develop as a player? And we have a history of developing people here that have a better chance to be successful in life. We have a history of great academic support and a very strong record in terms of graduation rate. And we also have done a pretty good job of developing players. So if you can focus on that and not look at everything short term and look at things long term in terms of what you're trying to develop personally, academically, and athletically, we have a pretty good system and a pretty good history of being able to do that. So we kind of get the right kind of guy. You know, they're not worried about comp competition. And, you know, the other thing that I tell them all the time is if you talk to any of our guys, if you talk to Jonathan Allen since you mentioned him, he would say to you, what made me a better player is the competition that I had at Alabama, the competition at my position to play, and the competition every day in practice against the player that I had to play against. I had to play against Cam Robinson every day. He won the Outland <laughs> Trophy. I won the Negroci. He made me better. I made him better. So if you really want to be a good player, you know, some of these things are challenges that will actually make you better. And you have to make choices, though, and you have to make decisions, and there's not a really an easy way to do it. And a lot of the things that you do are difficult. And 
So the people who are willing to make that kind of commitment, you know, come here, and then you get the right kind of guys. So I think it kind of works both ways for us. And it's worked that way forever. I remember a conversation with the great Dwight Stevenson, who played against Bob Baumhauer in practice every day. And he said, you know, Baumhauer made me what I am today. And, of course, Dwight was one of the best centers in the NFL. So it's happened for a long time. But if you buy into that, it'll help you. Yeah, that sure will. You know, I had an inch, I had to share this with everybody. Ari Kwanzo came to see me today. You know, he's on IR this year. Right. And I, I, he, said, he said to me, he said, did you see the article in the Washington Post about our players and the impact they're having on the Washington Redskins? And I said, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys there, Alabama guys now. How many are there? He said, seven. Yeah. I said, seven guys on the Redskins that are Alabama Including guys. Including Ha-Ha. And, and, and then he guys. said, there's 13 of us in the Beltway. There's six on the Ravens team. <laughs> he said, we, like, got our whole team there. Yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> they love it because they so many guys they know. I watched Falcons game last week against the Redskins, and it was, it was all Alabama guys. <laughs> it was. And then you watch the Ravens, it's all Alabama guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's kind of helps you be makes me a good coach yeah, you know? i know that's really good <laughs> with that we're going to break away and take care of some business we'll come right back more with the coach and more with brad nestler after these messages you're listening to the nick saban show on the crimson tide sports network from learfield at alpha insurance our goal is to be your mvp providing you with the most valuable protection that means saving you money on home, car, and life insurance. And providing championship service from a helpful hometown team. Call Alpha for your insurance needs today. And let us show you why we consistently rank among the top insurance companies in the Southeast for customer satisfaction. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football y pollo asado. Mac and cheese. You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Hey, Tide fans, this is Coach Nick Saban. Not all fans agree on the best game day food, but when it's served with an ice cold Coca-Cola, you know you got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Grab one and roll Tide. You know the song of performance. And you definitely know the name of performance. Toyota Camry, Corolla, and RAV4. A lineup that remains unrivaled. Toyota, let's go places. Lease a new 2018 RAV4 XLE for $219 a month for 36 months. Offer valid through November 14, 2018. Well-qualified lessees with approved credit through Southeast Toyota Finance. 3218 deal signing. No security deposit with select equipment. 350 disposition fee excludes tax, tag, registration, title, and dealer fees. See dealer for details. At Alabama, it's all about hard work, commitment, and, of course, championships. At Golden Flake, we focus on quality, flavorful snacks, and champion chips. So when it's time to huddle up, grab your favorite bag of Golden Flake snacks. Because when you tailgate with Golden Flake, you're taking part in an Alabama football tradition. Golden Flake, the official chip of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Najee Harris repositions to the left of the quarterback. Here's the snap. The fake to Najee. The throw in zone. Touchdown, Alabama. Henry Rodgers and a flag on the play. Eight receiving touchdowns for Henry Ruggs this season. I'll tell you something, Brad Nessler. We see it on the practice field and, of course, seeing every game. But some of the throws... 
Tua makes, you just stand there or sit there and shake your head in amazement. You know, Eli, when, when Gary Danielson looks at me and rolls his eyes, that means whoa, and, and I already know that, too. I've been around this business long enough to know um, they are on target and on time, and um, he had one misfire last week, and that's maybe the last one we'll see for all we know. But yeah. uh, the guys he's throwing to are pretty special, too. But, um, and that's one of the keys. Yeah, they're special. Uh, the running backs, you know, there are so many in the way the coach uses them. These guys have r fresh legs this deep into the season. That's another magnificent uh, luxury to have. Well, no doubt about that. I mean, we were talking with Damian about this, you know, last week in that um, at the next level, and he, he will be at the next level next year now. He's going to have a lot of tread left on his tires because um, he's got so many great backs that can interchange, and uh, I was worried about Najee last week when he went off the field, but, um, well, I shouldn't say, but I was at practice, I get to go to practice, sure. and you do too, yep. and he's fine. So it's good to see everybody's healthy. That's one thing, uh, the Crimson Tide. You know, we talk so much about, uh, and people sometimes say, well, it's Eli, you're supposed to say that. The medical <laughs> staff that the University of Alabama has is uh, beyond reproach. Oh, I know. If I was going to get hurt, I would come over here if, if Nick would help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Tell me about Gary Danielson. I've known Gary for years. I saw him play in the National Football League. I've watched him on the air. Uh, what's he like to work with? He is... Um, He's, he's a gym. Uh, you know, like I said, we worked seven or eight years together the first time. And when I first went, started at ESPN, uh, he was my first partner. And so we went through some, you know, I, I, just, I just knew we were going to get along great. Um, you know, I've known his family. It used to be his kids. Now he's got 14 grandkids. So it's a whole different deal. He knows my family. And, and when you're my partner, you become my family. So now that we're back together, um, I think, uh, you know, Nick probably knows this. That was from me. Uh, Nick probably knows this, that Gary, you know, didn't immediately become a guy that was in the NFL for 14 years. Sure. You know, he, he tried out for the New York Stars or whatever the heck it was, you know, and then went to the Canadian Football League. And his father-in-law was the athletic director of Purdue and said, maybe you should get a job. And Gary, you know, taught eighth grade math for a while and then said, I'm going to give it one more crack. And, and so I appreciate guys like that because, you know, I'm not one of those guys that went to Syracuse or Missouri or whatever. I went to a Division II school. And, uh, you know, fought my way through it. And Gary is one of those guys that fought his way through it and played 14 years yeah. in the league. So. And you started doing radio, and now look at you. Yeah, now I'm sitting next to Nick Saban and Eli Gold. I well, mean, uh, you uh, got uh, Nick uh, Saban's part, right? Why don't you ask the coach a question? Um, okay, <laughs> so, you know, kind of getting ready homework-wise for these guys. Their defense, Mississippi State, I mean, two guys, really two guys on the defensive line are first-round draft choices. No doubt. And their safeties are... Uh, I don't know if they can cover, but they can hit you. Their whole defense is pretty good, right? Their defense is really good. They do have a really good front seven. Uh, they run well. They really fast reactors. Uh, but, you know, Simmons and Sweat are really both first-round draft picks probably. Uh, and they are the number one defense in the SEC. And they're very fast reacting in the secondary, and they will – hit you very physical very physical player you go from LSU last week and you're, you you probably said going to this is the best defense we faced and now you got to turn around and tell your kids and and rightfully so this is the best defense we faced yeah. right no I, I think it is I think and I think it's the truth I think LSU was the best defensive team we played to that point in right. the season and I actually think these guys are just as good or better uh, different style of play yeah. and different kind of players. You know, LSU is a 3-4 team, and 
you know, they hunker down a lot and don't have great pass rush. These guys are different. They play a 4-3, they move a lot. Uh, they create a lot of pressures for their players. They've got a lot of different schemes of things that they do to create pressure. And they've got edge rushers who can rush. And they've got guys that can affect the quarterback. That's so fun. that makes the game completely different, you know, in sure. my opinion. So um, it'll be interesting to see how we manage their front. they got some quickness up front, too. And they play more of a one-gap style, which is more of a penetrating style, which is totally different. Changes blocking angles for you. Yeah. And, and whether you're double-teaming a guy or zone blocking. So it'll be interesting to see how we handle that. Is that something that Bob Shoup, their defensive coordinator, has done on a regular basis, just has some really spectacular players now? No, their system is very similar to... You know, when he was at Tennessee, yeah. you know, very similar style of play. But it doesn't really matter what system you have. You have to have good players. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you have to have good players. You have to have people who can execute and do the job relative to the competition that you have. And, and I think that gets completely overlooked, you know, too much. Right, coaches get far too much credit uh, when they have really good players. You know, I, I always say, you know, good coaches can coach good players to play well. Right. That, that's basically what you can do if you're a good coach. And, um, but I don't know that anybody can coach not-so-good players to play good. I, I mean, saw it's hard to do. Today yeah. coming down on the bus, uh, I saw Bob uh, Shoup doing his deal on SEC Network, shameless uh, promo for SEC Network, which I had nothing to do with. But he was talking about that same thing. You know, he's been at Tennessee. He's seen you. He knows what you do. And, and now he's got <laughs> no offense, but he's got better players. So the system works a little better when you got better players. That's exactly right. No doubt. Let's go to the phones, gentlemen. We have uh, neglected the folks who have been on hold. Our first question of the night, as always, sponsored by Alabama 811. Always contact 811 before you dig to know what's below. Call 811 or visit alabama811.com. Peewee in Grand Bay, Alabama. He is first tonight, as always. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Coach. How are you doing this evening? Going good, Pee-wee. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Coach, I want to just say something real quick first. You know, Sunday is uh, Veterans Day, uh, which I happen to be one. Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to our veterans, everybody that has served our country, the people that are now serving our country, and give them a huge thanks for everything that they do. So we are able to, to do what we do. We are able to watch college football and, and everything that this country stands for. And I just want to give them a quick shout-out. Amen to well, that. I, I, I appreciate that. And I, yes, I think that uh, everybody here uh, certainly appreciates so many people who have made so many sacrifices, you know, for our quality of life and our freedom. So, uh, and our hats off to every one of them and thank them and appreciate them so much for what they've done to um, make our country really what it is and to maintain the quality of life that we all enjoy so much. Well said. What else is on your mind, Pee Wee? You know, Coach, uh, we uh, we ran, we played a very good game this past week. I was uh, reading some stuff, and I saw a quote from uh, one of LFU, LSU's uh, defensive linemen saying that uh, when speaking of our offensive team, uh, said they're a team that do the little things well. says if you hop out of your gap, they're going to gash you. If you misread a coverage, they're going to throw a big one on you. And specifically uh, speaking on the offensive line, says when they move, they move as a unit. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, how have the guys taken uh, the course of the season and, and improved in, in everything that you've seen them? And what else uh, could they do to kind of fix the little things that may not be going right moving forward to these last few games of the season? 
Look, man, I think it's an internal battle right now. You know, you play a hell of a game. Uh, you play a pretty complete game as a team. Yeah, we left a little money on the table, you know, shot ourselves in the foot a few times in terms of getting some penalties and, you know, backing ourselves up, not taking advantage of some situation. But the battle becomes internal at this time of the season. And uh, you're going to be complacent about where you are. You're going to continue to celebrate what you've accomplished in the past. You're going to pat yourself on the back. You're going to relax and get relief syndrome because of a, a job well done. Uh, it's kind of like having a great meal and smoking a cigarette for all you people that smoke. I don't really smoke, but you know, you feel full and comfortable and uh, it all leads to a natural letdown. And you have an emotional game. You can't fall into that emotional trap, all right? And uh, you know, especially in this day and age, you, you are in the playoff. You, you are in the playoff. I mean, that's basically what you're in. It's like the NFL playoff. Because if you lose a game in college football, boy, you leave it up to the judges and everybody else, and you don't control what you can control by how you play and all that. So this is the time that everybody needs to turn up the tension uh, and redefine their purpose and goal for what they want to accomplish individually and collectively as a team and get sort of a sense of urgency and immediacy about how we go about things and how we get ready. So it's, it's internal to answer your question. Everybody has something on our team that they can improve on. Uh, how important that is to them and how much mental intensity they have and attention to detail all starts in the mindset of how they go about what they do. So, and it's their choice. It's nobody else's choice. It's their choice. Um, but, you know, like all of us out there, you know, we have to make tough decisions all the time about doing what we feel like doing or choosing to do what we need to do to accomplish the goals that we have. It's not easy. You know, um, the Georgia people are going through the same thing, or Kirby's getting asked the same questions, obviously, because we know it's going to be you two. And they still got Auburn. They still got Georgia Tech. You can't forget UMass. You can't forget Citadel, all of that. Um, so how hard is it? I know you keep them focused. But it's okay. You just went over a, a big hurdle, twenty-nine to nothing hurdle, and and now it's it's time to refocus and, and do it again. That's right. And it's you know so you know what I always ask the players is okay. We wanted to establish an identity as a team. All right, that started to get transformed probably quite a bit by how we played last week. Yeah. So my question to you is is who we are after the fact? Who are we going to be now? All right, we did all that. That's great. Now, who are we going to be now? Who you want to be now? Uh, you want to be somebody who's, you know, going to sort of surrender to, I feel bad, I'm hurt, I'm beat up, it's a long season, I'm tired of practicing, or are you going to be somebody that says, I'm going to go out there and do the things I need to do to develop the confidence and have the work, work ethic not to let my teammates down so we can continue to try to accomplish the goals that we have. And, that, you know, some guys can do it, some guys can't, and it comes down to mental toughness, you know, to me. I mean, it really does, uh, because we all have a tendency to feel sorry for yourself. We all get the poor me's, I call it, you know, when things don't go our way. All right, so, but you can't let that happen. But this is the reason so many teams lose in November. This is the reason. I mean, there's times we've lost, and we said, well, there's no way we're going to get in the playoffs now, and then three other teams get beat. Right. Yeah. And we sneak back up the board and get in. Yeah. All right, I don't 
like that. I don't want that to happen. But we've got some tough games coming up, and we need to play really, really well to be able to win those games. And, Brad, you mentioned the Citadel. You know, they beat South Carolina, what was it, in 2015. Mm -hmm. uh, a huge battle within their state. So in this business, you just never know. We're going to come right back more with the coach, more with Brad Nestler from CBS. But right now we break away for these messages here on the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, ESPN's Neil Everett here telling you how to win big. Score a trip to the Heisman Ceremony or a Nissan Titan. Go to NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Build your Titan, choose your school's colors, then register for your chance to win today. Get to Nissan, proud supporter of college athletics. No purchase necessary. Ends 11 10, 18. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older. To enter in for official rules, visit NissanUSA.com slash Titan Sweepstakes. Show your love for college football with the new 2018 Road to the Iron Bowl Souvenir Cup from your local Alabama Chick-fil-A. This football season, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proudly sponsoring the Road to the Iron Bowl. To celebrate this storied rivalry, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are offering an awesome limited edition Road to the Iron Bowl collectible souvenir cup for you to have as a keepsake. So stop by your local Alabama Chick-fil-A now through November 24th and get your own Road to the Iron Bowl Souvenir Cup while supplies last. Roll Tide with Chick-fil-A. Hey, Tide fans. No picnic is complete without picnic mayonnaise, mustard, and salad dressing. Picnic is now proud to be the official condiment and vegetable of the Crimson Tide. Taste the smooth and creamy flavor of Picnic's southern recipes, and you can taste a southern dynasty while cheering on another. Ask for it at your local markets and convenience stores, or find it at the concession stands throughout Bryant-Denny Stadium. Remember, it's not a sandwich without Picnic. Coors Light, established in 1978 and born in the Rockies, where the only thing more refreshing than your current adventure is what's next. It's why Coors Light is lagered cold for a lighter, crisper taste, filtered gold to ensure brilliance, clarity, and brightness, and packaged gold for peak refreshment, because those who thirst for more deserve nothing less than the world's most refreshing beer. Coors Light. 2018 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Tua gets the snap. Looks, sets up across the middle, finds Irv Smith. Touchdown, Alabama! Touchdown, Alabama in the end zone. 25 yards, Tua to Irv Smith Jr. with a minute 15 remaining in the half. Late in the half, a big touchdown. 16th reception for Irv Smith here in uh, this season. It's nice to have a tight end and catch the ball like that, Brad. That was the LSU killer right there. Yes, it was. I mean, that's when we lost our audience. <laughs> that's when the ratings went right over the hill, Eli. And, and you know what? Uh, you know, we don't, do, uh, we don't do a whole starting lineup where we, uh, you know, highlight everybody. So I get to pick those. And so the day before in the booth rehearsal, I said, uh, you know what? You know, we had Henches as uh, the starting tight end, and, that's, and it, if it's two tight ends, it's both those guys. So I go, hey, you know, just take uh, Hale off there and put Irvin there. And, and our producer said, why? And I said, well, first of all, I think he's going to uh, have a major impact in the game. And second of all, he's from New Orleans. So they put Irvin there when he caught that touchdown pass. Steve McKee, our producer, goes, hey, Ness, nice call. Nice you know, call, yeah, nice exactly. Call. Nice call. And a heck of a player he really is. Yeah, he me. is. Welcome you back. Uh, the Nick Saban Show presented by Alpha Insurance for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha 
You know, I've got my spotting charts in front of me where you got all your information. Wow. Do you, you have some good uh, charts, you, man. Well, thank, I appreciate it. That's because I don't know much. I have to write everything down. <laughs> uh, how do you prepare? Do you do a similar chart? A very similar. Um, I have a folder type thing that looks like this, but then I have my spotter has the old uh, corkboard type really? old fashioned uh -huh. thing with the stickers and the and the, and stick the push pins, pins, yeah. push pins. And uh, he is not only uh, the greatest spotter in the world, as far as I'm concerned, but he was my uh, college roommate and really? one of my best friends in my wedding and everything. So he's been Wonderful. doing this forever. Let's get back to the telephones here. Coach Nick Saban is with us. Bob is down in Panama City uh, joining us on the Academy Sports and Outdoors Hotline. Hello, Bob. Hey, Coach. How are you doing today? Good, Bob. How are you? Man, I'm fantastic. Hey, I heard you talking about how uh, your center, Ross, has to look between his legs to look at Tua when you have a lot of noise for him to be able to see when to snap the ball. I'm just wondering, I don't know what the rules may be, but could we, either of your guards, Alex or Lester, be looking over their shoulder and jab him in the leg when it's time to uh, hike the ball? Yeah, well, we do. Uh, a lot of teams do that, and uh, there are some advantages to that. But we usually don't do, we don't have the center look through his legs. You know, we only do that on occasion. Um, because when you go on the clap, um, you know, sometimes the defense starts clapping, <laughs> which kind of messes the <laughs> offense up. So every now and then, to, for, when we go on the leg lift, which is when the center has to look between his legs, uh, it's very seldom, and it really is to mix up the snap count. So when you say we're going to go on the once or whatever it is, uh, then that means he's going to pick his leg up, so the clap means nothing. So the defense can't really get a feel for it. Gotcha. Just, just so you know, but, Eli, but, Eli but your, he... your idea is a good one, and it's it's something that's implemented in a lot of places and a lot of ways. You know, where the guard looks over his shoulder and kind of taps the center when the guy's ready for it. I was it. just going to tell the caller, just so he knows, when there's time for a commercial, Eli hits me on the leg. Same thing, tap. <laughs> same same idea. Got to pay the bills. Coach, we've got a visitor here at the restaurant with a question for you. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Coach. Uh, you just mentioned a minute ago about November losses that teams have, and congratulations for a tremendous win over LSU last weekend. They had a really good defense, and then again, State is always a tough team year in and year out. It was a tough game last year. Their defense looks really good. Is it a different scheme? How different are they from LSU just defensively? They seem to be playing well with some really good players. Well, they're completely different. You know, LSU is a 3-4 is a defense that plays, you know, real heavy techniques. Uh, they, they don't really have a significant pass rusher. They don't blitz very much. Uh, they plug a linebacker to be a fourth rusher at times. These guys are a 4-3, one-gap, move, attack, you know, kind of defense with really good players to do it. And they have a lot of blitzes and a lot of stunts. Uh, and you've you got to be able to protect the quarterback. You've got to be able to read and see it coming. Um, and, you know, sometimes we handle the pressure with RPOs. Um, but, you know, sometimes you can't. So... On third down, you you know you have to be able to protect and drop back and throw it. So this is a completely different style of defense, but really really effective. Uh, and I think one that the concern is is anytime people have pass rushers, and you're a passing team, one guy can affect the quarterback. 
So then the other 10 guys don't matter whether they cover their guy or not. Um, so when you don't have significant pass rushers and you can't affect the quarterback, then everybody on defense has to do their job well. Everybody's got to cover the guy. Nobody can be open, you know, and all that. So there are occasions when these guys affect the quarterback, um, and maybe they don't have them covered everywhere, but they affect the quarterback. And their pass defense is really good because of the pressure that they get. They have good players in the secondary, but they get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Thank you, sir. Good to have you with us. Coach, the next question from the Nick Saban Show blog is about the other side of the line. Uh, Glenn in Clarksville, Tennessee, says Nick Fitzgerald has been a load to handle as a run-pass quarterback. What challenges does he bring for a base 3-4 defense? Thank you, and roll tide. Well, I tell you, this is one of the most challenging uh, offenses to defend uh, because of the things that they do. Because basically, I, people know and have heard the term wildcat. What does wildcat mean? It means somebody's playing quarterback who's not a quarterback. Right. People put a running back at quarterback. Well, when you do that, somebody's still got to cover the quarterback. So they got one more blocker. You got one more gap on defense. And they basically have that every down because the quarterback is the leading rusher on the team. He has more yards rushing than both running backs put together, and I think both running backs are good players. Yeah. So, uh, and the way they get to it and the formations and the motions that they create uh, really is challenging for the defense, really, really challenging for the defense. Uh, and it's just a really, really challenging offense. And then you throw the RPOs on top of that, and this guy is not a running back. He's a quarterback with a really strong arm. Uh, and in the last couple of games has been much more accurate uh, than he was earlier in the year. And their passing game has been much more effective. So this is a, this is a very, very challenging uh, team to defend uh, because it's hard to do a lot of stunts. You do a lot of stunting against these guys, you stunt yourself right out of the play. If you look at what he's done the last couple of weeks, like you said, throwing the football compared to maybe when he had a little three-week slump in there, He's been spot on, and, and you know, he's not, he's not too as far as accuracy, let's face it, but he's a but, really but, good player, and, and he's getting it to the right guys and, at the and, right time. And those last couple of games, they scored a lot more points. Yeah. A lot of points because the balance that gets created, I right, so you can't just play the run. Uh, and it, it's a, it's a he, very, very challenging. Is he a uh, Tim Tebow-type runner, or is he different than that? Or it, It's... Um, you know, Tim was a big, strong, physical, you know, hard-to-tackle guy uh, because he was athletic enough to make you miss, right. and, and he could had some speed. You know, this guy is big, long, uh, kind of a long strider and build speed. Right. And if he ever gets going, he makes a lot of big plays because he can run fast. Yeah. Uh, and he's hard to tackle because of his size. So uh, it's, it's really, really challenging. And the scheme that they run with him, is, you know, it's, it's option football. It's the running back's going this way. He's reading the defense. He's hands the ball to the running back, or he keeps it himself and runs it, and they're blocking a power play or whatever. So it, it's, uh, it's challenging. It really is. And for the fans who like to hear numbers, 105 yards a game on average, that's second best running in uh, the SEC. That's right. And they are the either first or second in the SEC in rushing yards, whichever stats you look at. Yeah. Because uh, we have stats that go over the whole season, and then we have stats of just SEC games, and I, I, I can't keep up with both of them. I just go the whole season. 
We're going to come right back. We've got more with the coach, more with CBS's Brad Nessler right after these messages. But a quick reminder, folks, that Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are proud to be a presenting sponsor of the Road to the Iron Bowl. To celebrate the storied rivalry, Chick-fil-A restaurants in Alabama are offering a limited edition Road to the Iron Bowl souvenir cup. It's available now through November the 24th. Stop by to get yours while supplies last. Roll Tide with Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. This is the Nick Saban Show on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit adoptuskids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. to the left side of the quarterback. A low snap. Tua's got it. Tua steps up. He sees an opening. He's going to run for the first down. 35 of his rushing touchdowns. Three of those on the year to go with 27 passing touchdowns. I love that call, brother. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Because we used that on uh, TV last week, and that was pretty good. The story behind it is this man here to my left, Tom Stipe, who is our producer. We were talking about maybe saying something along those lines. We were sitting in traffic on Nicholson, <laughs> heading to the stadium before the game. And Tom said, you know, we, we've got affiliates listening right now in Honolulu. We have oh, Hawaii. Beautiful. And Tom said, you know, if Tua does something really spectacular, <laughs> he said, you ought to say something about, you know, some reference. Right. And I quite honestly, I, I put it out of the back of my mind. I didn't think about it. But it was still back there. Someplace. But, well, no, not until he jogged it forward. He's, oh, Tua's <laughs> running for 44 yards. And Tom jumps in my ear and he says, use it now. That's all he said. <laughs> yeah. and use it or lose it. Yeah. So uh, so when we did that on our uh, uh, Napa play the game sure. thing, you know, we we didn't do my call. We just I explained the game or sure. the play. And I go, uh, here's our buddy Eli Gold calling. So I hadn't heard it. 
And I hear it, and I go, that son of a gun. That was pretty cool. That was good. Well, every now and then uh, yeah. we'll, we'll find a couple of acorns. But it was Tom Stipe, our producer, who, uh, good job, who, who, who did the job. The Nick Saban Show, presented by Alpha Insurance, for the best agents in the business. Call Alpha this hour, like they all seem to, flying right by. Where do you guys go next week? Do you know yet? Uh, we're going to Tennessee, Missouri and Tennessee. Um, that's not the greatest game in the world, but it's kind of a, uh, a weekend that is, is not spectacular. You can't have LSU and Alabama every weekend. You can't have Georgia and Auburn every weekend. You the can't ratings have numbers were spectacular last week. Yeah, I guess so. I don't ever pay attention to that stuff, but I'm, you know, I'm assuming they were yeah, great. Yeah, they said the number um, one watched uh, college game of the year. Coach, uh, we are just about out of time. These hours just fly by. It is time now to get from you your final word presented each week by Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Yeah, well, I think it's really time for, I've been trying to get everybody in our organization to respond all week, uh, you know, to sort of re-energize, refocus, uh, get focused on the goals that they have, look forward, not backward, forget about the LSU game, and, you know, let's roll here. Uh, and I think it's time for everybody in our organization, all our fans and supporters to do the same thing. This is going to be a tough game for us. This is the number 16th team in the country. Forget about Mississippi State or whatever. They got good players, uh, and this is going to be a tough game. And I think we got to have a great atmosphere, you know, in our stadium to affect the game. I mean, you can affect their game. They're not going to play fast. They're going to play slow. Everything's going to be a check with me at the line, try to get the best play against whatever you're lined up in on defense. Well, if you make it hard for them to communicate when they got the ball, then we practice today on defense with noise. All right, so you can make all the noise you want. Uh, and we'll be able to get our defenses right because we practiced that way today. All right, so let's just make sure we mess them up. All right, but we need this, and our team deserves this, man. I mean, this team has worked hard to get where they are, uh, and we want to finish the right way, but we need a little help, uh, and we want to try to create as much momentum as we can, uh, and I think your energy and enthusiasm can help us do that. Amen to that. Coach, as always, thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful remainder of the week, and we'll see you Saturday. All right. Thanks, Levi. All Appreciate right. It. You got it. Coach Nick Saban with us uh, here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill. Brad Nessler is uh, still with us for another uh, moment or so, uh, getting set for the telecast tomorrow. Uh, what do you do? You came into town today. Uh, do you, I know you have a meeting with the coach tomorrow. What else do you guys do in preparation for a national telecast? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to head over to Dreamland when we leave here. Well, that's important. The whole crew is over there right now. Um, so that uh, little camaraderie, right. you know, a little fellowship. Um, sure. Already saw coach at practice today and then today, and then we'll see him tomorrow and the coordinators. And I think we have Quinnen and Tua uh, as far as the kids we're going to talk to tomorrow, which I always look forward to. We, we actually have an early morning call uh, with Coach Moorhead and, and the coordinators uh, for Mississippi State. So um, I can't stay all, all night with you. I'm sorry. All right. But, well, in that case, uh, we'll have to let you go. But enjoy some <laughs> ribs on my behalf, would you? You got it, brother. Good to see you, Good my to friend. See you, Brad Nestler, one of the very best in the business. From the SEC on CBS, we thank him so much for joining us here on uh, today's show. Of course, Alabama getting set to meet uh, Mississippi State. You know, we were talking before, and the coach was mentioning uh, how good Mississippi State really is. Listen to this. The Bulldogs' defense have allowed the fewest touchdowns in the nation. They have only allowed nine touchdowns all year. 
The Bulldogs have allowed just 111 points through nine games this season. That is the second fewest in Division I. They lead the SEC, and they're tied for second in Division I in scoring defense, allowing just 12.3 points a ball game. They haven't allowed the opponents to find the end zone, like I said, only nine times all season. And they've only allowed more than 20 points in a game once all year. That was the 28 that Kentucky uh, scored on them. They've held opponents to less than 14 points seven times this year. And the list goes on and on. I think that kind of gives you an idea of how good Bob Shoup's defense is for uh, the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. And as they uh, get set to meet the Crimson Tide this weekend, that uh, not only is it Nick Fitzgerald who generates the headlines, but that defense that right now is second in the nation in scoring, 18th in the rush, 7th in pass defense, 6th in total yards, and that list goes on and on. More coming up as we wrap things up from Tuscaloosa right after this on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why didn't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly Adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services AdoptUSKids and the Ad Council Hey, y'all, it's Marty Smith. College football is here, which means it's tailgating season. Meat sizzling on the grill, a cold drink in your hand, and great music on the speakers. You've got to love it. Get all the gear you need for the perfect tailgate for less from my friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors. From grills and coolers to team jerseys and hats, everything you need is at your local store or academy.com. Academy Sports and Outdoors, for all for less. Man, now I'm really craving a burger. We are the blood, sweat, and tears of fierce ambition. We are fueled by the impossible, an inner drive that can't be contained. We are Alabama. 
and we understand what it takes to win championships. The same is true with Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks 41 years straight. Visit your local Ford dealer today for great offers on F-150. Ford F-150, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Well, as per usual, a, a wonderful show tonight, and uh, the coach had some very interesting comments to make. Now it's time for us to remind you, what's on tap for the Crimson Tide, presented by Bud Light. Bud Light, game day's favorite light lager and a proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. They remind you to enjoy responsibly. What's on tap for the Bama football team is Saturday's game as they return home to open a three-game homestand with a visit from the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Game time is set for 2.30 in the afternoon with our coverage beginning at 11.30 in the morning. That's the Tide and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Saturday, 2.30, coverage at 11.30 right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Great show tonight. We thank uh, rowing coach Glenn Putre, who joined us to open things up. Of course, his ladies wrapping up a fine fall season last weekend as we congratulated them. Of course, Brad Nessler from CBS Sports is with us and head coach Nick Saban, as per usual, here with us on the show. Our studio producer, Jerry Kelly, our engineer producer here at Baumhauer's Victory Grill, is the birthday boy, Tom Stipe. Again, join us on Saturday. The Tide and the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. Game time is 2.30. Coverage begins at 11.30 in the morning. That's right here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Until then, enjoy your Friday. We'll talk to you Saturday. Good night from Tuscaloosa. Live from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Tuscaloosa, this has been Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Presented by Alpha Insurance. For the best agents in the business, call Alpha. Hey Coach is also brought to you by Ford. For great offers on F-150, see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. Golden Flake, the official potato chip of the Crimson Tide. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. Winn-Dixie, the official supermarket of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Toyota, visit your local Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. And by Bud Light, proud sponsor of the Crimson Tide. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Crimson Tide Sports Network.